Hi, you're listening to the, the Four Takeaway Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything on the menu, from movies, music, gossip, news, etc., through the eyes of four rather weird individuals. I'm Heiko. I'm Hannah. I'm Hamad. I'm Yas. And in this episode, Yas and Hannah are going to dig into two of the freshest internet drama slash tea, while Heiko and Hamad try to relate. Would you like that for dining or for takeaway? For takeaway. Yay! You did that. Yeah. So, hey, people, hey, how hey, are hey. you? We're okay. We're still having experimentation when it comes to recording yeah. the podcast. Guys, we spent an hour, over an hour, an hour. An yeah. hour, over an hour. Weird, yeah. Over an hour, definitely. Over an hour, just figuring out the best way to record. But it's not about the cool. It's not about the quality of the sound. It's about the quantity. Yes, it's about. It's no. The, <laughs> it's the quality of the conversation. Exactly. I see your point. I see your point, and I agree. Yeah. I might be biased, but I enjoy the quality of our conversations a lot, a lot. Oh, same. Yeah. I'm also inclined to agree yes. because I have the the lowest tier set up in the group, so I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready to hear some internet drama, ha- Heiko and Hamad? Yay! It's not like we have any other choice. I yo. guess. Oh, <laughs> I no. mean, no, guys. You better hit but us with something y- good. Yes, I will. I'm, I will try, but I, I feel like I have something good up my sleeves. Yeah. Uh, just f- for the listeners' information. Heiko and Hamad are the internet noobs, internet drama noobs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, they're they're what we say the locals. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. The uninformed. <laughs> yes. no, locals in this, in this, in this aspect. In this aspect. That's in, why we did yeah. this because it's really. That's why Yasin and I are the ones who partnered up to do this because, um, it's gonna be fun just presenting these things to. Hamad and Heiko. Yep. Well, thanks so much in advance for enlightening I us. I'm honored at uh-huh. the chance of enlightenment. <laughs> I love how they're saying this now because they're not sure if they would be able to get the, th- <laughs> yes. the gratitude out later. Because Okay. Are anyway. you guys ready? Yep. Yes. Okay. So I guess I'm going first, am I? Yes, you are. Okay. So my topic is going to be... It's about... David Dobrik. Well, not necessarily about him. It's about someone else. So uh, before I, you know, ramble about who is David Dobrik? Do you guys know about David Dobrik? Wasn't he? I just know everything I've got about him about since I watch you watch him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Heiko, do you? Mm -mm. (laughs) Uh, Have you heard of the name? You have to give me a little... Yeah. Introduction. Okay. Okay. So David Dobrik is this YouTuber. He started out on Vine, but when he migrated to YouTube, he um oh, that's why I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> so he migrated to YouTube and then when the whole Vine thing died, he he went to YouTube, then started this vlog thing. He started making vlogs and up until maybe the the first year that he was doing that his vlogs started to have this very distinct format 
and then he started uploading vlogs that are only four minutes and 20 seconds in length. And now, today, he's like one of the most popular uh, popular YouTubers. He's been on um, Fallon. He's been on a lot of talk shows. And he's like very loved in the YouTube scene. Um, uh, he's, he's known for giving away cars, <laughs> giving away a lot of money. Um, yeah, and being he's very, very crazy, like very, very reckless in his videos and very not ad friendly, but people love him and we love him. I like him. Yeah, I like him. I wouldn't say love him, but I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and his, his video format is kind of like in four minutes and 20 seconds, he's going to be, um, compiling vine videos kind of thing, right? Almost. It's yeah, like, almost yeah, like he's going to be showing you bits and yeah um everything of just him and his friends having fun yeah no he really hit that 420 almost the most fun yeah so that's david dobrik and when i told you this isn't necessarily about him it's about something else this topic is going to be about alex warren i'm pretty sure none of you heard of him yet have you you are correct Okay, you ha- are so correct, man. Okay, so Alex Warren, mm-hmm. he's this YouTuber. He's a new YouTuber. I'm going to describe him. He has videos on YouTube where he has a very distinct format. He's He also likes giving away things. He likes showing clips of him and his friends having fun. He also laughs the same way David does. Talks the like same how, way David can you, does. Can you give me an impersonation? Oh my, I can't impersonate David that well, but I'll, I'll explain more later. <clears throat> yeah, and also oh. for the sake of the listeners, we're going to be... Can we do that? We can insert like... Clips. Audio clips, yeah, audio clips for you guys to hear. We'll do that later. My point is that this Alex guy is trying to be David Dobrik, not in a healthy way. So I'm Can't obviously wait to see how I'm, these pieces come together. Yeah. Yes. So I'm obviously a fan of David's more than Yeah. You are, right? More than anyone. I mean I, I, I obviously spent fifty dollars on a black hoodie with two inches of embroidery. <laughs> because okay. What? Yeah. That's does your mom know about that? She yeah. does. I use her credit card. <laughs> okay enough enough this isn't about me the laugh after that this isn't about me okay sorry okay so now that you like get the gist let's dive into what alex does like why are we talking about him even so david david's videos are four minutes and 20 seconds long their titles are like uh, he titles his videos very uniquely. Not really uniquely, but it's but, very distinct. You yeah. know that it's David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, buying my friend's uh, $20,000 dollar ticket for the casino. And that's, like that. it's always in all caps with, like, five exclamation marks. Yeah. Oh, so it reads, and, like, um, Mr. Beast's videos. Yeah, something like that. But more into describing what they're going to be doing in the video. So his um, time, video time is 420. His uh, um, thumbnails are very distinct. Like he has this like format of making his own thumbnails where his face is in there and like something shocking of like um, a clip from the video. Uh, then to the clarify, title is we're also still talking distinct. about Mr. Dobrik. No. Are we? 
Hmm. Dun, dun, because Alex does the exact same thing, except for the time, but his video lengths, Alex Warren, um, don't go over five minutes. They're around, f- they're between four and five minutes. I see. Okay. But his thumbnails are almost identical. His um, titles are almost identical. Yeah. And okay, this is not like okay. People can say that David doesn't own the format, and I agree. David does not own that. Like you can make videos of you having fun with your friends, and I totally agree. Mm-hmm. But here is where it gets weirder, where his personality, the way he talks, the way he looks, has changed. Uh oh. Bef- has changed when he started making these videos. Yeah, he started wearing black more. Yeah, oh, he started making his hair disheveled because um David always has this very disheveled hair, so and yeah. now so Alex is doing lazy that. And don't wanna There's do a before and after. There were a lot of before and after pictures from when he started doing YouTube, where he was so different when it comes to his hair, his voice, and his clothing. Mm-hmm. Where, because uh, Alex, two or three years ago, before he started making these, let's quote it, D- Dobrik style vlogs, there are videos of him, and he's a totally different person. Today, the way his, um, the intonation in his sentences, uh-huh. um, David Dobrik has this thing where he, he kind of laughs at the end of his, each sentence, and that's like very unique for a person. Like, a lot of people do that. But it's something that David does in his videos, and I don't know of any other person that does that in their videos. He, uh, this is how he kind of talks. He's like, "So, SeatGeek is a is an amazing app that helps you with your ticket purchases." He's gonna end it with a like a with laugh, like a, and a laugh, a giggle at yeah. the end. And if you watch Alex Warren, he does that mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And also, um, the way David laughs. Is also very distinct. Like, that. like people, know. yeah, people's laughs are distinct. <laughs> yeah, and and when it's add, when it's added to the other details, it makes it even more creepy because he's basically like a, almost obsessed with David. He's trying to copy his laugh, um, his mannerisms. Sometimes when David laughs, he throws his head back like this and then laughs a very distinct way. And <laughs> Alex Warren does that now. And there's this video that I saw. Um, it's about like surprising my friends with a blank, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what Alex put in his, in one of his videos yeah. as well. Surprising my friends with a blank. Yeah. Just like oh. days or weeks after David posted that video. And so we're we're talking about a very very conscious effort to just copy to just copy copy everything imitate yep. imitate everything wait wait wait, wait. Out okay. of an is it just is the comparison just between him and Dobrik and Alex, or has Alex made a whole ring of friends that are like Dobrik's friends as well? Did he also clone oh, his oh. friends? Thank you so much for asking that question. He did. So, Alex Warren, <laughs> oh, he has friends as well that take place of like characters, quote unquote characters from David Dobrik's vlog. He, he has did. someone that oh, imitates uh, uh, Alex Ernst. He yeah. has someone that no uh, imitates jo- uh, Jonah. He has uh, I don't know all these people, but it sounds so weird. 
Right? Yeah. And you're not, and you guys aren't fans of David. No. Yeah, and I'm still already hooked. (laughs) Right? Okay. And, um... (laughs) Um, so David, I'm gonna go on because th- I'm blabbering about Alex too much because I have a lot of more things to say. But um, David Dobrik has um, this ex-girlfriend, uh, Liza Koshi. She's also very, very popular on YouTube. And when they were together, there were always uh, she would always be in the in David's vlogs, and she would make these bits where she um, tells funny puns, jokes, and she talks very distinctly, very quirky. Ooh, funny puns. She's uh, yeah. so good at she, it. She's really funny. She's yeah. so adorable. Well, give me one. Give me one. <laughs> I don't know. No, they would go like, to Target and then pun out the... Or Ikea. Oh, yeah, or Ikea. Yeah, and then make, make puns out of the product okay. names. Yeah. yeah. Give so, me one. Give me one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, so, Alex Warren had this girl in her vlogs that tried to also look like Liza... What? I didn't know Talk this. Talk like Liza and try and make jokes like Liza. Yo, what? I understand if you're like, you're trying to copy someone else's business, but molding your love life into that as well. <laughs> Bruh. And molding like wow. your, your surroundings. Your... Okay, we're going to get into this. So I, I, what do you think so far? I think Alex is just David Dobrik's Smurf account. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So it's the same guy, but he's trying all over again. Right? With a lower case. Lower number of subscribers, lower everything. It is a Smurf account. It's a real-life Smurf account. It's it's like a real-life Smurf account. So, when I heard this, obviously, I'm, I'm like a really big fan. When I heard about him, when I, like, checked him out, it didn't first um hit me the way it should have because when i when i saw some of his videos i was just like oh he's just trying to copy him his format trying to you know um take advantage and since that format is really popular with david maybe he could um get something out of it as well but then seeing his personality change like that seeing him try and laugh talk dress um surround himself with people similar to the people david is surrounded with that was when i was like okay this is too Hold much. On. Hold up. And it's 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 definitely not only a few people that notice this. So many. I mean, David Dobrik has so many fans. Not? Yeah, David Dobrik has so many fans, and they make it obvious to Alex. And mm-hmm. when Alex notices that people um, tell him that he's trying to copy David and comment that who is this David knockoff? Who is this blah 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 blah? He denies it. Yeah, he, he admits. He admits that David Dobrik is a quote unquote inspiration. He says he's oh he's one of my biggest inspirations for sure. But I'm not trying to copy him. Him, dude. I maybe you're not trying to copy him. Are you trying to be him? Do you believe that's you're that's him? And a lot of people even commented on a condition uh-huh. that Ooh. that um when people. S- start becoming someone or try to become someone else not because they want to copy or be inspired of that person but because they believe they're them uh-huh is is that your bet like uh, do you, would you say that he's not trying to rip him off or rip off or, or use his content or his ideas to make business for himself okay but it's rather a conditioner of some sort well so this is where we get it. like he's just a high god level troll that could be 
and honestly anything could be. So this is where we move on from talking about what he's doing to what could be going on in his head. Uh-oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, disclaimer: uh, we're gonna talk about like um, psychology and the mind, and in no way are any of us experts on yeah. this topic, and we're not trying to diagnose Alex at all. Yeah, we're just um, four weirdos, as we've said. Trying um, to theorize. Trying to, theorize trying to trying see to what ticks boxes, but we're not diagnosing him. We're not saying that he has these. Yeah. We're saying it's very simple because it's very fascinating that a person could be doing this so blatantly and be denying that they're trying to copy someone. Oh, so in, now, boys. psychology. Okay. <laughs> so, so many things could be said about what he's doing or so many. Um, mental illnesses if you're if you're diagnosing wrongfully you could you could be diagnosing him with so many kinds of illnesses like um there's bpd borderline personality disorder there's also celebrity worship disorder there's that's a legit disorder by the way yep yeah i won't be touching them because it's going to take really long if we talk about each of them but these are like examples that people would say maybe he has but it's totally not right to do that or even in extreme cases, you can say he has schizophrenia, or he has, or he's just plain psychopathic. But we're not going to be doing that today. Um, instead, we're going to like dissect his personality more, but we're not going to land on a diagnosis because we're not psychologists. Are right. we good? Yes, okay. Yes. 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 So, Exciting. so let's start off by saying that copying is human nature. Copying is innate in our brains. Isn't that's how we learn to do things. Yeah, yeah. And that's how we learn to do things as kids, as babies, right. as children. That's right. how we basically learn everything. And that's what our parents tell us to do. Like, we always have to... You do uh, this, you not do this. this. Yeah, or or, or like, um, be. do you want to be like her mm-hmm. when you grow up? Right, or, right. Um, look at her. She's a role model. Exactly. That's what we always do. So, again, it's human nature. And there's a term, mirroring. Y'all uh-huh. know. Yeah, yeah. And, like, mimicry. Mimicry is, like, you know, it's more common in zoology or biology yes. where, you know, animals mimic other animals for, you know, different purposes. But mirroring in, like, uh, a psychology standpoint or a personality standpoint is when it, it doesn't even... Um, become a very very large thing it's just it's actually very normal where someone if you're talking to someone that you like or you want to like or you want to understand you almost subconsciously mirror their actions or mirror the way they talk mirror their personality when you're with them and um even even people do that as a way to sell stuff or to let other people trust them Uh uh-huh right especially in in like real real estate real estate or retail marketing retail, yep. you do that a lot too it's, it's like a yeah yeah so it's also yeah, it's also part of those crucial seminars um when you're doing a training to become right. like a bank clerk or insurance salesman yeah yeah uh-huh. you mirror people's actions to make you seem more approachable right exactly and that's normal right. people people do that for many different reasons and that's normal but something gets kind of weird when it's done a lot when it's being denied and it and when it's being used for their career and when it's getting creepy okay <laughs> something is weird if that's going on so let's also say that imitation 
in this case is not inspiration he mm-hmm. said i like i said a while ago he said that he's his biggest inspiration quote unquote and you know he's not trying to copy him but again imitation is not inspiration because inspiration is like when um when a new up and coming young director has influences from spielberg and hitchcock in mm-hmm. his original like screenplay and then he directed it but it's not like taking your quote unquote inspiration and using your quote unquote inspiration's personality and intonation and way of doing basically everything in your quote unquote content the one the creepiest bit for me watching it and hearing all these is when he laughs and tries to talk to his friends yes. it's exactly like you wouldn't even know that it wasn't david that's the creepy thing is <laughs> i i landed on one of his videos before when i discovered him for the first time and i thought i was watching david dobrik right and i was like who are these people and when he turned the camera around it wasn't david and i was like Whoa. oh what is going on yeah yep some x-file yep. stuff going on <clears throat> yes it's crazy and uh, like i said when inspiration becomes imitation that's not good right and i've been trying while doing my research trying to look for um, a good word or a good term to describe um what he's doing because i i was trying to search for um Oh, shoot. Sorry. That was an alarm. So I was trying to uh, search for mental illnesses. I know that's so wrong, but I was trying to search if, oh, does one exist? Like, but I would never know. Like, I would. So I just gave up on that. But what I found was the word emulation. And um, y'all know what emulation means. But mm. in the dictionary, hold up. Let me, <laughs> let me. Okay, in the dictionary, emulation means effort to match or surpass a person or achievement, typically by imitation. That's in the dictionary. Okay. That kind of... Wait, surpass? Um, to match oh. or surpass. Okay. A person or achievement, typically by imitation. And that kind of describes the situation perfectly. Mm. But, but there's still no motive of why he's trying to do this. So I'm I was trying to look for a motive from him trying to do it and I couldn't figure it out, but with the word emulation uh like a friend helped me out. I met him the other day. I, th- I think you guys know him. Have you met him? He's um uh Aristotle. Haha. I talked to him oh. a few days ago. Do you know who he is? Uh, yeah, we just oh, had lunch the other that. day. I've been super close to him. In, Lately, w- during my master's program, oh, we were just yeah, hanging yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot. So, yeah. Uh, over lunch, he 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 gave me this um. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh. "Um, uh, listen, I was I'm, trying not to laugh because I didn't want to give you that satisfaction." <laughs> no, but it was so good. <laughs> it was so good, though. Okay, let's let's listen okay. to what my friend said. Okay. <laughs> Um, he said that emulation is felt most of all by those who believe themselves to deserve themselves, sorry, themselves to deserve certain good things that they do not yet have, oh. and most and most keenly by those with an honorable or aristocratic disposition. 
keenly. <clears throat> so keenly by someone who's honorable and most by someone who feels that they do not have something that someone else has. Oh, well, so, yeah, right. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And and he also said um emulation it's a kind of pain at the side of good which we value and might acquire when possessed by another naturally resembling ourselves not because he possesses them but because we do not. Wow. <laughs> and from that from that like it kind of like beca- became this like stairway to heaven no i'm just kidding <laughs> kind of like this i don't know what you call it but it became like dominoes falling me trying to figure this out that um from emulation then this thing by my friend my good friend aristotle then that definition of emulation by him i found i you get it i get it and do you know what like okay it's a word insecurity uh-huh so, from what Aristotle said, oh, it's because um, it's a kind of pain you feel of the good that is present in other pers- uh, other people, but not because they have it, but because, because we don't, don't have, have it. it. Mm-hmm. Insecurity. So, I was like, whoa. So, I, I did more research on, on um, what is it possible that insecure people would try to emulate? And I was like, yeah, kind of. So, I searched. And it is true. It's 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 part of a human like a person's brain that if you are someone who's insecure, you are usually someone who is. Um, I'm not saying I'm not insecure, and I'm not saying someone is insecure. I'm not. No, I'm also not saying Alex is insecure. We don't know his life. Well, I think there's always a little bit of insecurity in, in everyone. everybody. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it just ranges, <clears throat> I guess, from teeny tiny bit of like insecurity yeah. and so much that uh-huh. it ruins your life yep, or something. Yep, yep. And um, so yeah, uh, going back to insecurity, if you're someone yeah, who's before generally... Before we do that, before we do it, here's a quick message to all the girls listening because Yas is apparently a guy who can admit to his insecurity, who knows his Aristotle uh-huh. and who does his research. So um, I suggest you get a piece as long as you can. Oh my Ooh. god. <laughs> so just to what? So you can reach out on, um, on his Instagram, Spotify, on his Instagram. Make sure to check out my content. I promise I'm not copying anybody. <laughs> okay. So, the, uh, from based on my research, I also took that people who uh, have a lot of insecurity, who are lazy, um, who who had a lot of pressure to do well, especially in their upbringing and childhood, uh-huh. these are people who result to emulation. Or you don't got to call me out imitation. like that. Wow. <laughs> I mean, aren't I calling myself out as well and calling a lot of other people out? we are all calling too? ourselves out. <laughs> no, yes. I, I, and it's a good thing that we're discussing <clears throat> this because, like I said, I don't think... If if a person will come out on us and say, no, I've never been insecure, then that person is, I'm sorry, but a hypocrite. Yeah, Why that's basically projecting your insecurity to someone. Yeah, because, I mean, who we know that in this world there will always be someone better than us. And that's sometimes very hard to accept. And if you do accept it, good for you. But there mm-hmm. are always that I- instances where you're alone in bed, like cuddled up with your pillows, and you'll be like, 
why am I not better than I am right exactly. now? Exactly. And that's so true. And it may not be that situation. Even if it's like a slightly, a slightly more, simpler yeah. situation, you still have that feeling in you. Because yeah. it's, I mean, if you don't, you're probably not human or something. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, again, a lot of things that are present and projected as personality in adolescence or adulthood mm-hmm. always like stems from things in upbringing and childhood so many mental illnesses are caused by trauma in child uh, in upbringing um some you're you are who you are today because of you know because of how you experienced your childhood and because those are the the years the typical years where you kind of like learn everything you're and, soaking and, yeah. everything in while your sponge is still empty yeah exactly and especially puberty that's like oh the 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 time where you just kind of you're kind of lost yeah yeah because it's wait how did you say while your sponge is still empty yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah while your sponge is still dry you know it hasn't soaked up it's empty because it's got nothing in it yeah, uh, like you said, uh, yeah, you're talking about too. being young, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're being lost when you're young and not yes. knowing who, what you are, who you are, and what you want to be. And said very, very well from this like, teacher mm. that um, was talking about why young people love to emulate. I mean, this is this is actually very true. Before I quote him, I'm not hiding the fact that I was someone who would always. Always try and copy the new trend, the new famous celebrity, the new good like character in a TV show. I would want to be them. Yes, I would do that. Let three years ago, five years ago, I'm right. 18 now. Probably when I was 15, 14, 13. Alex Warren is 19, and I think if you pass the age of 18, you sort of wow. must have. 18 year old no, no, I mean if you pass if you pass the age <laughs> okay. of 18 you know you I mean you are not there yet but like yeah. in a year the transformation will take place yes yes and overnight like a Pokemon evolution yeah <laughs> yeah and everyone gathers around you saying oh it's it's, it's, it's a battle a model. what's the word <laughs> it's evolving yeah and actually you're right. right not not everyone goes through um, like maturity or developing their true personality at the same time. But you would think that if someone is 18 or approaching adulthood, they must have at least a little bit, a, a, an ounce of mm-hmm. self-awareness, right? Yeah. That's what you think, but no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not really like yes. And, and yeah. just scientifically, our brains would not would not reach its maturity or like its mature level that little part of our brain until we were like 21 22 yep uh, that's that's like the full and the thing is anything can happen in one's life from 0 years old to 22 years that old that would affect that would affect almost it. everything yeah. so mm-hmm. how do you think this is all affecting cr- his still kind of malleable brain huh um we'll go back to insecurity insecurity and laziness and um, pressure to do well we don't know his life we can't be tell telling people what probably went on at home does he even but... know his life oh deep. good question uh yeah i'm gonna go back to this quote of the teacher she said specifically regarding plagiarism it's a shortcut it can be caused by insecurity 
um, pressure Laziness. to do well, inappropriate response to pressure to do well. You know, to get a good grade and mm-hmm. avoid other consequences. Do we know yeah. this teacher? As an educator, I no, we don't know this teacher. I found that about eighty-five to ninety percent of incidents of plagiarism that I review are unintentional. Do you agree? You're a teacher. No. Um. Well, huh. it depends on the age of the students. Um, like when they're, I would say when they're grade the grade levels are lower they tend to do more unintentional plagiarism uh-huh. but nowadays especially in the education system now we always warn students about plagiarism yeah. now and sometimes we even blatantly tell them how to plagiarize so that uh, wait i mean what counts as plagiarism <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like how to do it or what sh- what um, what counts as plagiarism so that they'll avoid doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so also I think that. if so you're, a, you're a, a veteran of the educational field, you're, uh, you're able to tell whether or not a certain <laughs> thought is just a straight-up plagiarized thought or is just yes. a parallel thinking from the student and a yep. very right. common form of thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. And as a teacher who really cares for your students and who really cares for that Aww. job, you would really know, like, in the response of the students, if they do really care about unintentionally doing it or just making excuses. Yeah. So, based on my experience, fifty-fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say fifty-fifty. I would say too. I would say too. So yeah, if you're just for the thing is, if you're talking about educational education or students or learners or. Just humans, individuals, uh, generally, you can't generalize it. You can't put a blanket yeah. over it. And yeah, say you can it's, never. It's you can severely never. dependent on the situation. There's just too many variable variables to make exactly make too a many variables. Statement. Yeah, and it also depends on your own experiences as we are always. Talking yeah, right that's now. why we're saying none of this is like diagno- uh, diag- a diagnosis. Of the case of These Alex Warren. Speculation. For all for all we know, this is like a part of his big scheme to make everyone just wonder what he's doing. He could be a troll, he could be someone very insecure, he could be a psychopath for all we know. But we're not diagnosing anything. Yeah. To conclude, Alex Warren is someone who tried to emulate David Dobrik. I mean, okay, that's that's wrong grammar. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. So we don't we don't get into trouble. <laughs> um, and that was wrong grammar. I, I learned yesterday that you're not supposed to say he tries to emulate because emulate is already trying. So it's, oh, so he, he emulates. emulates. Yeah. Okay. So Alex Warren emulates. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> don't Alex boss. Warren emulates David Dobrik in a very almost creepy way because, again, it's not only down to the content and the art his defense is that but it definitely isn't it's something that is so fascinating i i chose to talk about this not because i wanted to diagnose him or to bash him or to hate on him i mean do your thing you're earning money a lot of money but it's so fascinating and almost scary to me that some people could even go and defend him saying that he's not trying to copy that's also what i don't like about this the fact that he denies it and the fact and that he says some absolutely defend. not that it's not it's absolutely not happening that's what i want 
I kind of want to change. Yeah, but he, he's saying he, he's inspired. He's the, yeah, yeah. But, but he's but not saying he's copying, which I, is... I don't know. I, I think he really has to address this. Yeah. And if he... if or, or maybe have a time for self-reflection and say, hey, is this really just still inspiration? Mm-hmm. Or am I just plainly, plainly, plainly copying him? Yeah, which... Which I think to the normal, like, normal eye, you would know that it's the latter. And um, I also would like to say that disregarding mental health and mental illness and, and you know, the brain and how it works, I would, I'm not also trying to defend him. Like, the things I said about insecurity and saying that, oh, this could be stemmed from something deeper, is not trying to defend what Alex is doing because it's not right. You know, like trying to pl- plagiarize and trying to make money off of something that isn't yours. And by something that isn't yours, I mean someone's personality. Like I keep saying personality, but it's so like you can't imagine, right? Yeah. You're taking someone's personality. Yeah. Okay, question. Yes. Is there any sort of recorded conversation between the two between alex warren and and david dobrik Ooh. okay dobrik um they have met because oh. alex himself <laughs> says that? he's a very you big mean fan. in the bathroom with the with this mirror situation oh i i also want to add one that when is their hand and the other one does <laughs> the same thing like the spider-man um imposter thing you're the imposter <laughs> points at each other yeah but well, you've taken my identity i would also like to say that when he started noticing that he was getting all this attention because of, like, from David's fans saying that he copied David Dobrik, he started off trying to make it more self-aware that he, he one of his surprises for his friends was David Dobrik himself. Like, he went, to, he went somewhere to meet up with David Dobrik and surprised his friend with David Dobrik. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes he's... He he uses the flamethrower. Yeah. The flamethrower. Um, it's very iconic the for David. Yeah, David Dobrik has this flamethrower. The Elon Musk flamethrower. Yeah. Um, he you also mean not a flamethrower. Yeah, not a flamethrower. And then he he purposefully, purposefully mistakenly, calls, uh, people by the name of the characters in David's vlogs, not his, <laughs> to kind of joke, quote unquote. Like, he's been doing this mm-hmm. when people started to notice, to make it, like, a joke. But still, you're still doing the same thing, Alex. Yeah. So he did that as a reaction to people pointing out uh-huh. yeah. the similarities. Like, yeah, and there are so many ways to take it. Is it he? Is he mocking? Is he being sarcastic? Is he being satirical? Uh-huh. Or it's, the, it's just because, okay, well, they found out and I can't do anything about it. Let me just... Yeah. Do what I do and continue yeah. it and And he said last thing mm-hmm. before we wrap this up. Um he said that David was his biggest inspiration but in a very recent interview on TikTok where he also is very popular. Um someone asked him, "Who are your top 5 YouTubers?" David was not one of them. In fact, Will Smith was even one of them, but <laughs> David wasn't. Oh, by the way, can we just talk about how celebrities trying to be YouTubers? They're not Please. YouTubers. Oh, no. They're just celebrities no, with YouTube channels. No. They're not YouTubers. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's hot. Wait, is this your topic for today? No, it's not. But I'll I'll I'll, I'll be talking about a celebrity that has a YouTube channel. Ooh, that's a good Ooh. that's a good segue. segue. Re- okay. Almost so, like you planned it. Get away. 
Okay, so you all know the talk show host Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, oh, too well. Oh, I, I don't think I do. Oh, Eleven-year-old me is Ooh. freaking out because 11-year-old me loved her. But but now, okay, go. Yeah, okay. So she has, of course, been long been considered as a beloved celebrity, right? Everyone loves her because oh, she's dear. friendly, she's so funny, and all her skits oh, are just dear. to die for, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me she messed up? In 2020, Duh. in February, Nikki Tutorials, um, her name is Nikki Diaga. I hope I said that right. Uh, she's a Dutch Wait, what? YouTuber, um, also known as Nikki Tutorials on YouTube. She's a Dutch beauty guru. And she is mm. one of the most famous beauty gurus on YouTube. And she recently came out as being a transgender woman on on YouTube. And everyone just w- like wowed at her, and she became even bigger than she was. And then uh, she refused to talk to a lot of um, of like hosts or TV hosts or talk shows or magazines at that time. And the only one she agreed to talk to was Ellen DeGeneres because, like I said, Ellen is just the top. When it comes and to she of all people knows, yeah, what she it of all like to come out exactly. That's what Nikki said. To her. Yeah, yeah, and and she's been looking up to Ellen for the longest time, according to her as well. So she did, and then um, done the the interview was done. She flew all the way to L.A. for that um, interview, Ooh. and uh, should I get my pillow ready? Yes, uh, hug a pillow because <laughs> there's a huge butt coming. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dutch beauty YouTuber went back to her home country and in and got invited to another talk show um a local talk show called um wait De- wait at this point in time she's already been to Ellen to Ellen yes after Ellen's show yeah. she went to another talk show host in her country in yeah and um <laughs> the dutch talk show <laughs> what's the country netherlands what are you testing me? Because a lot of people say, <laughs> "Okay, you're Dutch. Are you? Do from you are Dutchland? you from Dutchland? Yeah, Dutch. I know Deutschland <laughs> is Germany. Huh? Huh? Okay. Anyway, I am absolutely speechless. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the Dutch talk show called De Wereldheid Door. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm butchering <laughs> it, but it means the world doesn't stop or something like that. The world never Don't ends. Don't look at me. Yeah. So that's the talk show in February, and um, she said, when the when the talk show host asked her, "Oh, how was it being on Ellen?" She mm-hmm. said, mm, oh. "Let me just say, there's a big difference between this show and Ellen DeGeneres." Pause. And I'm saying that in favor of this show, referring oh. to the Dutch local show. Oh. And the audience. What does he mean by that? The audience went wild. The hosts were like, "What?" Now I want to know more. And then she said, well, first off, it's nice that you said hi before the show. She didn't. Oh. And then that was just (laughs) the little snippet of it. And then people started like, what? And a lot of people did not find out about this until later when when users or 
um, internet people started translating this because it's in Dutch, right? So not a lot of English speakers would understand. And mm-hmm. when when this started circulating on the internet and people started translating it, it went wild. And a lot of other people started posting Twitter, um, yeah, posting on Twitter about Ellen. Mm-hmm. And just while all of this is happening, she even went further. I am talking about to Nikki now. She even went further by being interviewed by another Dutch celebrity who has a magazine, NC Magazine, who is owned by celebrity Chantal Janzen, Janzen something. Yeah, that one, right, right, right. <laughs> and there, um, in the magazine, she was asked, you flew out to LA to be a guest on the Ellen DeGeneres show. You mentioned it was a little bit of a delusion. And then Nikki said, maybe I'm being naive, but I expected them to welcome me with confetti. And by the way, these are quotes from the magazine. Welcome to the Ellen DeGeneres show. But instead, I got greeted by an angry intern who was a bit overworked. I expected a Disney show, but I got a Teletubbies after dark. Oh, <laughs> Teletubbies after I wouldn't mind watching that. That's terrifying. And this is even this is even wild. Um, a lot of news already and headlines are saying that Nikki was not allowed to use the toilet during that time she was on an interview because apparently it was reserved for the Jonas Brothers and she couldn't use the toilet. Yes. This is the quote. Every guest at Ellen had a private toilet, but I didn't. I couldn't even use the closest toilet to me because it was reserved for the Jonas Brothers. They were allowed. I wasn't, I thought. Even though looking back, my interview got 8 million views while there's only got one, while theirs only got 2 million. Like theirs meaning the Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, where were, were you happy with the Ellen interview, the interviewer asked for people who didn't know me it was a good summary of my story because um it was a very short interview yeah. it was a very short um interview uh but the people who did know me expected more i should have just went on Ava Eugenic. um mm-hmm. i thought to myself Ava Eugenic is another um local celebrity in netherlands a dutch celebrity so what is still left on your bucket list the magazine interviewer asked Adele, even though after being on Ellen, I thought to myself, don't meet your idols. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> so that's <clears throat> just how my, th- what I'm about to say, start. That was just the beginning. Starts. Starts. Well, that was just the introduction. That was just the introduction. Because we all know people on the internet like oh to God. jump into the bandwagon God. and just reveal everything mm-hmm. when something starts. So what you're saying is we're just getting started. This goes deeper. I'm already absolutely livid. How am I going to <laughs> survive this? <laughs> oh, you guys wait. So in April, a Twitter thread asking for stories about degenerates being one of the meanest people alive. Degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> was <Stop>. widely shared, <laughs> garnering more than 2,000 replies. So Kevin Porter, his name, he's a verified Twitterer. How do you say Twitter user? Bird. <laughs> yeah, Twitterer. A bird. A yeah, he's a comedian and he's verified on Twitter. So Maybe it's just um, bird. Bird. Huh? <laughs> he's a bird. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, right? he, he tweets. Because he tweets. Right. Ha ha. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, this guy 
decided to go on Twitter and we'll be like, okay, let's trigger more people. Could you could you pull up? Do you have it? The exact quote on his Twitter. Okay. <laughs> so his his tweet says, "Right now we all need a little kindness." You know, like Ellen DeGeneres always talks about, smile emoji, heart emoji. She's also notoriously one of the meanest people alive. Respond to this with the most insane stories you've heard about Ellen being mean and I'll match everyone with $2 to LA Food Bank. Oh, wow. And He is mad. This, he is angry. This tweet, <laughs> as of date, has about 14.9 thousand people talking about it. And 66 thousand How many replies? How many replies? Replies is, is the, the 14,000. 14. Okay, so times and two. likes is <laughs> 28,000. <laughs> so, guys, so do you want me to read some of the replies, though? Yes, please. Okay, so of course, um, just a disclaimer, we have no way to verify if these accounts or these tweets are real, right? Are mm-hmm. for real. But this is what's happening right now. And, and it's and it's so strange that so many stuff is coming out. And so many stuff is coming out, and and so some much. of some of these accounts are verified. I looked into it, like I was scrolling through the replies, and some of them are verified, which means they're checked, which means they have a following or they have at least a bit of connection to yeah. be verified. Doesn't mean they're telling the truth. But, I know, but, but still, it gives them it gives them like, like um, yeah. ethos. Yeah. Case case in point. Amber Heard, right. hashtag justice for Johnny. We out, we out here yes. for justice yes. for Johnny. Yes. Justice for Johnny. Yes. Okay, that's anyway. uh, justice for, for another for another episode. Yeah, that's let's right. continue. Yeah, well, I really want to talk about that next time. Yeah, know. same. Anyway, okay. So, for example, here this has pictures. That's why I really want to say this. So there's a picture of a girl trying to sculpt and paint an Ellen DeGeneres um, bust. And her caption was, when I was 15 at the Ellen show, was doing a contest of fans making a bust of her and sending it to her. I worked so hard on this and even wrote her a letter. Weeks later, she used it as a prop in a game and gave it away to a random person with $500 attached to the bottom. Oh. 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 And there are pictures for proof. Okay. There are pictures for proof. And then... Here's another one. I worked at Real Food Daily, served her and Portia, Portia is Ellen's wife, um, partner, at brunch. She wrote a letter to the owner and complained about my chipped nail polish. Not that it was on her plate, but just that it was on my hand. The chipped nail. (laughs) I had worked till closing the night before and this was next morning. Almost got me fired. What? Bruh. Like what? And then she she noted that it was just chip nail polish on her nail, not a chip nail or anything. It wasn't on her plate. It was just chip nail polish. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. a cow. Oh yeah, I also like this one. This is from a from a, a verified account. Um, Benjamin Simon Simon Simon. A she has a sensitive nose, so everyone must chew gum from a bowl outside her office before talking to her. And if she thinks you smell that day, you have to go home and shower. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, I'd like to be in a position where I could just tell people to do exactly that. Well, if you don't, you might get fired. And um, guys, for the listeners and everyone, if 
um i think i could like see this possibly happening especially when you watch the morning show the morning show is kind of like a series where jennifer aniston and um, reese witherspoon star in and they show what's happening um Behind, behind the scenes when it comes to talk shows and morning shows like that so yeah mm, sometimes hosts hold a lot of power and producers as well anyway so letter b uh two two tweets from this benjamin guy he said a new staff member was told quote unquote every day she picks someone different to really hate it's not your fault just suck it up for the day and she'll be mean to someone else the next day they didn't believe it but it ended up being entirely true wow oh my god oh my god yeah Oh my god. So there's actually a lot more on Twitter. Um if you just go on this specific tweet by Kevin Porter and look and search for the replies, you'll see a lot. So I mean at least good for Porter, he was able to donate millions of dollars to the food bank. <laughs> because it's a dollar. I mean two dollars every It was twenty nine point something thousand dollars worth of worth of food stamps. Yeah. Yeah, or in or in Hannah's words, millions. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> millions. Yeah, it's a hyperbole. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Isn't that the best way of of bashing someone? Everyone gets out yeah. out happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. You get to roast Hasn't someone really and give to charity. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone still loves Ellen. Not everyone, but enough people. People yeah. without Twitter. But. I really am not, um, I don't know. I mean, of course, it's sketchy because, like I said, everyone just likes jumping into the bandwagon when there's some drama or there's some gossip going on. So we could never know if if this is, like, the actual Ellen. But still, like, again, there are so know. many. It's like, Hollywood you'll never you know never now. Know. Yep. Right. Yeah. And... Um, recently she was also receiving a lot of backlash because in her um, YouTube channel now she's been doing shows on it her monologues yeah her monologues she has monologues on YouTube now like before the show starts Um, and she recently compared her self-isolating in her mansion in her California mansion to being in prison Oh, that's something so many people do. Uh, and they have th- those huge mansions and right, castles. Right, Yeah. And oh. what's worse is because the way that she said it, I think. Um, she said, quote, unquote, one thing I've learned from being in quarantine is that people, this is like being in jail, is what this is. It's mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days and everyone here is gay. That's funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> and and we can't deny she's a comedian. Yeah, I didn't see the last one coming. I <clears> mean, <throat> that's also another point of mine. That's another point of mine is, um, if it weren't for this whole tea or this drama I, with being um, mean. mean to Nikki tutorials or anything like that, or or if there are no Twitter or there are no tweets that came out, would we even talk about this particular monologue? As being Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, 2020. They, she said yeah. something about the homosexual jail. But but the thing is, she 
doesn't she no, do she that always does she that. always does and that she doesn't get in trouble uh, yeah okay. i mean i don't see the thing is i don't really consume most of her media so <laughs> yeah 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 like it's wait is she yeah is she now during quarantine times is she, is she still like hosting her talk show from from her home. home office so to that's say? a very good segue to the my next um point oh. of her being backlashed so yes yeah, she because is I, I kind of i kind of know that she does right yeah she does um she, she's getting paid right yes so um ellen degeneres and i should stop talking and interrupting you right <laughs> i hope so i really do okay go ahead <laughs> okay so <I'm> sorry hi <laughs> cool all right it's okay so the croup oh my goodness <laughs> this is good this is good oh it's lost it's uh, magic yeah, now go on, go on. We, we should stop okay okay so um yes ellen does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i knew that was coming that's why i waited a bit okay so ellen does do her show still and um online despite having this all quarantine thing but the thing is now crew members from her show are distressed and outraged that's the article Ooh. the article's words Var- um variety the magazine um they were outraged over their treatment from top producers because according to them um they weren't getting paid what? Or they didn't even know that there's work going on, that Ellen DeGeneres is continuing with her show, that she has a whole setup in her house, and they were not informed. And producers and head um, people from that show were being asked by crew members, but there were bar- barely any reply, or they will do reply, but it would take them so long. And they don't answer phone calls. Uh, if they do, they will not say a lot of information. What? Yeah. So um, only four core crew members currently work on the remote version of the broadcast. And the others are barely getting paid. According to the crew members, they're, they have a 60% reduction when it comes to their wages. But Ooh. according wow. to the to the spokesperson of the show, they are being consistently paid with only reduction hours. This is this is Ellen DeGeneres. Like yes. if you think Ellen DeGeneres oh, that and her show sound very DeGeneres. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet no one has ever did has ever done that joke. So the crew was last paid in full. For the week of March 16. That was the last time that Yo. they were paid full. Um, so so now, like, are they being paid 50% of that? They were, they are, according to them, um, pay reduced to 8 hours from 10 hours per workday for the week of the 30th, um, according to them. But uh, like I said, they were saying that 60%, they had a reduction of 60% from their pay. Well, 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 well. Mm-hmm. And they weren't informed that there were working hours. That is... um. Yep. That's actually basically what's happening right now. And it's still going on because there are so many things that are still coming out. And no, Ellen has not spoken anything about it. And, and a lot of people are saying that she might not do so. Because that's, I think, 
what she decided to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are just only two ways to address to gossips and and controversy is either address it or not at all and i guess she's choosing the latter um yeah and it's it's really true that so many things are being blown out of uh blown out of proportion because of that tweet and because of like so many pre prerequisites Mm -hmm. to what is happening right now like um nikki then this tweet then everything then everything that's going on is like oh my god She's doing this. She's so mean. She's such a t- t- terrible person. But y- we don't know what else is going on in Hollywood. Like maybe there are yeah. probably so many other shows that doing this too. Yeah, and and the thing is, uh, the thing on the internet right now, the one thing that's so hip is cancel culture. Oh, <laughs> so what's happening it. now in, on on social media is, oh my gosh. Ellen does not deserve her success. She doesn't deserve to be a celebrity or she doesn't deserve to host a talk show. But then again, none of these um, tweets or accounts are, are, are proven as true. Although we do know about the article on the crew members not getting paid and all that, but that's not Ellen. That's the show. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of other people running the show, not just Ellen. True. So I'm not saying that she's an angel. I'm not defending her. But at least, but I'm saying is, we don't know what's true. It could be, but it could also not I be. love this full circle with our with our topics. Oh, I know. We're not defending, and it could be, and it could not be. Yeah. What do you guys think? In the intro, we said that Hamid and Heiko are going to try and relate. Yeah. I didn't even have to try. Yay! Oh, That's yay. good. That's good. High five. How about you, Mad? <laughs> I don't know a dang deadly do detail about that. No, I could actually relate. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not cool that these things are happening, but it's cool that it's relatable to... If it's relatable to me, I'm sure yeah, it's and relatable to the audience. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating, right? It's so, like, interesting. And this is why it's a thing in the internet. Because... Things like this uh, comes out like every week almost, and you get these um, types of insider look on what's happening somewhere, yeah. or someone is exposed. It's yeah. not. It's not healthy, but you know, it's it's like the TMZ of twenty twenty. It's like that, you know. And the thing me? is, all the the paparazzi's of the twenty twenty are the people are the users of the social yes. media they're the paparazzi now Papa- oh paparazzi be careful you by the way there's some we're not gonna get into it but there, there's like rumors that the tiktokers the really famous ones including the hype house which alex is a part of yeah is calling paparazzi on themselves to get what? i think that's ha- that has already been done by a lot of celebrities oh, okay well, that's not new like yeah, p- yeah, some celebrities would even pay paparazzis to do to, to do what they do to do what they do just to be exposed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and because bad publicity is still publicity. publicity. Exactly. Publicity. And there's this article in Insider. It's so weird. It was it was just released February, and in February, Alex Warren was still doing his thing, you know, blatantly. And this article interviewed like he was interviewed. Alex was interviewed and then the interviewer is a full on defending Alex. 
Yeah, Uh-oh. I also don't like those kind of interviewers where they're totally biased. The ones who take a yes. side. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. I mean, <clears throat> um, I'm not a huge fan of of H three H three productions, but I like ah. how they give interviews because they really call them out right in front of them. So H three H three Productions is a podcast channel, which is also a YouTube channel. And they interview YouTubers, celebrities, and all that. And sometimes they would really call them out. And that's why I like watching those kind of interviewers where they Mm -hmm. call people out and be like, okay, this is your issue. Now, what's your take on it? And my man, Philip. Philip D. Yeah. Yes. He's one of the most, like, he's really unbiased. But yeah, I, I love him. Okay. That was okay. so good, you guys. That yeah. was really, really nice. That was fun. Right? Yeah. People, I have a question for you at this point that might shock you. Shoot. That might take you by surprise. Shoot. Oh. What's our takeaway for the day? Oh. oh. Our takeaway for today is Hawaiian pizza. But not just any Hawaiian pizza from Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, oh, <laughs> guys, no. by the way, it's halal, Why okay? Chuck E. Cheese halal. specifically. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Why Chuck E. Cheese specifically? Okay. You wanna because know? Um, there is a conspiracy theory that Chuck E. Cheese, when they're serving pizza, they're not actually serving new, newly batches. cooked or new batches of pizzas. In every order. Yeah, in every order. Some you get lucky and you (laughs) get a new pizza. But sometimes what they do is they go out of their kitchen, look into the tables of their customers, get get the leftovers, and then form them into a new pizza. Oh. You know, like sometimes when you don't... That's disgusting. That is just a conspiracy theory. Just a conspiracy theory. So we don't know... If it's true or not. We're going to be sending you some photos. Like, you can Google it right now. Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Conspiracy. Please do it. I would love if you do it and I would want to see your reaction. Because you would see it. You would see see that they're not even. Okay. Not even to make a circle. While he's Googling it, why is it our takeaway? Well, it is our takeaway. How does this relate to everything we talked about? Mm -hmm. Because we just don't know what the truth is. So just like the pizza... We don't know if it is a conspiracy theory. We don't know that if Alex Warren is really emulating David Dobrik. Or if there's something wrong with him. Or if there's something wrong with him. And we also don't know if Ellen's mean deeds are for real. And also, it tastes horrible and weird. And I wouldn't want to consume that. Just like Alex's content. (laughs) (laughs) It tastes weird because every time you watch it, it just feels like... You're watching someone yeah, creepy. And it looks like it tastes mean, just like how oh, Ellen all seems mean. <laughs> Very wonky. <laughs> Do you that's, get that, guys? Ooh, yeah, that's a good takeaway, that, yeah. too. That's a good takeaway. Uh, did you actually, did you find it? Photos? Yes, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Right? They, those are actual pizzas. And, and... Those aren't fake because um, some people went to Chuck E. Cheese and ordered pizzas and they received them like that. 
Yeah. Shout out to Shane Dawson. Like with one slice being too big theory. for the rest of the pizza. Yeah, then the pepperonis don't line up and things. You know, okay. <laughs> that was our takeaway for today. Yeah. That's so bizarre. And there are actually a lot of workers who came up and talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like ex- some defending employees some defending some not. some are not attacking that was cool yeah Ooh. yeah well that's yum, it yum, for yum. today i'm really full with the are you excited yeah. to try and eat chuck e cheese how much <laughs> oh, i am i have not experienced or even seen a chuck e cheese from a distance but i am getting flashbacks about their pizza no, dude, you have. You have we have. There's, there's like, there's, 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 in there's the bridge in Jeddah that we go to. There's like this moon. What's that? <gasps> moon town? No, it's moon. not there. Oh, it's not there. It's not there. Oh, somewhere else. Anyway, uh, no, I don't know where it, where it really was, but it just jolted a little bit of my memory, a nostalgic uh-huh. thing. But yeah. Anyway, just to get Chuck E. Cheese out of our heads. That'll be all for our today's podcast. Follow our Instagram accounts at Hanaji Puri for the lovely Hanaji at Potato Gami, <laughs> Potato underscore Gami, where Hamad, I don't know who that is, shows off his art <laughs> and writing skills. And I'm really sorry I haven't updated in a while. I promise I'll get to that. And at Heiko Heilig for the tower. I mean, for, oh. for the handsome man. Yes. <laughs> and finally, at Yasin Puri. I mean, Yas Puri. Sorry. I keep calling him Yasin. I just got used to it. At Yas Puri. Don't forget to check his YouTube, Spotify, and other accounts, which are also linked to his Instagram. He's got music coming out. Hey, hey, stand, hey, stand up. You. That's it for today's episode. Tune in next week to find out which takeaways we four weirdos have picked to talk about next. Hopefully, that completes your order. Thanks for listening to The, the Four, four Takeaway Podcast. podcast. Hey, hey, for dining. Four takeaway.